This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. What a pity we still can't talk about the Artemis launch to the moon. I imagine those engineers checking everything must be frantically busy. It's a far cry from the swashbuckling days of the space race when we weren't even aware of how hard space was. It's still just as risky, so it's good that they aren't taking any chances. So, the new James Webb Space Telescope out there beyond the moon has been busy and has spied something odd. The object in question is a star around 5,600 light-years away, and Webb's infrared eye has picked out an extraordinary detail. It's surrounded by what appear to be concentric rings of light radiating outward. So, Science Alert tells us the star is actually a binary pair of rare stars in the constellation of Cygnus and their interactions produce precise periodic eruptions of dust that are expanding out in shells into the space around the pair over time. These shells of dust are glowing in infrared which has allowed the sensitive James Webb to resolve them in exquisite detail. The star is what is known as a colliding wind binary, something I'd never heard of before consisting of an extremely rare Wolf-Rayet star called WR140, how romantic, and a hot, massive O-type star companion, another relatively rare object. So stars are categorised depending on many characteristics such as size, chemical composition and luminosity, and Wolf-Rayet stars are very hot, very luminous and very old at the end of their lifespan. They are significantly depleted in hydrogen, rich in nitrogen or carbon and losing mass at a very high rate. O-type stars, which is the companion of the Wolf-Rayet, they're amongst the most massive stars known, also very hot and bright. Both stars in the binary system have fast stellar winds blowing out into space at around 3,000 kilometers per second, so they're both losing mass at a furious rate. Where it gets interesting is their orbit, which is elliptical. This means the stars don't move about each other in neat circles, but ovals, with a point at which they are farthest apart from each other and a point at which they are closest. When the two stars enter the close phase, a distance about a third greater than the distance between Earth and the Sun, so that's what, around 200 million kilometres, they become close enough that their powerful winds collide. This produces shocks in the material around the stars, accelerating particles and generating energetic radiation such as X-rays. These colliding winds also induce episodes of dust formation as the material in the colliding stellar wind cools. The dust is a form of carbon which absorbs ultraviolet light from the two stars and this heats the dust causing it to re-emit thermal radiation which is what is observed by Webb in the infrared wavelengths. Amazing that scientists know all this. Anyhow, the dust is then blown outward by the stellar wind, resulting in the expansion of the partial dust shells. They expand and cool as they're blown outward, losing heat and density. So that's, well, that's how they say these concentric rings are formed. Because the binary star's orbit has an eight-year period, the wind collision and dust production occur like clockwork every eight years. This means you can count the rings of dust around the binary 
like tree rings to determine the age of the outermost visible dust shell. And around 20 rings are visible, which means you can see around 160 years worth of dust shells in the web image. All sorts of things are going on out there. Well, that's the latest from the James Webb Telescope up in space. What next? For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham waiting in anticipation for the Artemis launch, whenever that might be, and wishing us clear skies. If